0: Welcome to Joanna and the Maestro. Hello, Maestro. What music did we choose for our wedding?
1: We should own up.
0: We should own up. We literally, I mean, I bought some flowers and a garage when we were driving to Fort William. We were in a register office above Woolworths. We said, I do, I do, I think. And then that was it. And we didn't have any music. and then- No,
1: it was a, a lovely family. It lo- no, it was lovely. With, it was lovely, all our but it
0: wasn't the wedding as people. I was wearing a lovely suit that Jane Asher had given me, a, a coat and a top and skirt, which Ash had given me. So there's nothing special there. So anyway, it was lovely, but we didn't do the special music. So when people no. say, what's your song? The answer is we haven't got one. Oh, dear God. That question is too long. Okay. <laughs> Stevie, why does everyone seem to die in operas?
1: God, I suppose an awful lot of them do. But no, that's not fair. The magic flute, nobody's died. End of Figaro, no one's died. That's a bit of a myth. It does happen. Carmen's killed in the end. Traviata, poor woman. Do it dies of consumption, Mimi's dead at the end of La Boheme. Okay, we'll just uh, Turandot, well, you, you oh,
0: dear. there's a bit of a well, story there. A the bit of killing all the way through, Turandot. I don't know how I did yeah, it. Yeah, but that at that the first. end of the opera, okay.
1: they're all celebrating. Well, no, Puccini didn't write okay, the well, end.
0: Okay, just leave it there, leave it. Why didn't, <laughs> look, just leave it. Um, my son, who's nine, has recently started learning the violin. And Brian says, please, can you recommend a few good pieces he can listen to that showcase the violin and might inspire him and keep up the enthusiasm. So this is this is quite an instrument. It's quite different different from the piano because you have to make the note, don't you? It doesn't yes. just It isn't waiting for you like the piano.
1: By the way, I'm thrilled he's starting at age nine. Yeah, is he? He's nine. I'm thrilled he's starting at nine, and the violin too, because that that's a slightly longer term process, because of course you have the business of the the bow arm. Mm. and holding the bow in a very particular way. So that, as you well know, you have to develop fluidity in the wrist and then balance so that the bow becomes your precision tool on the string. And then, of course, there's the fingering, because every note, as you know, is produced by you and in positions, which uh, technically means... You have an open string, you play position, the first position. And
0: the positions aren't marked for your fingers, are no, they? No, 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 no. You no, have no, to no, hear no, that. You learn. Yeah.
1: You look at a note and you realise what position that should be in. Mm. It gets more complicated later when you get more options. But the second position is when you move <laughs> move the hand up further up the string and shorten the string so it gets higher. Mm. So all of these things... Mm are a, a slightly slower process than, for example, learning the clarinet, which is you learn to blow it and you you have holes which are fixed and basically you have a certain fingering which reveals the certain holes which make the notes, but they stay exactly as they are. Mm. It gets more complicated later because you have to alter the pitch slightly depending on what you're playing. But as far as the violin is concerned, it is God's gift to music, really, stringed instruments, because they're the closest to human singing. If you think about it, we we talk about singing being a whole-body experience. You are your instrument. Well, the violin becomes an equivalent of your own voice. So it's a very, very personal thing, and, of course, That means that it can be much more emotionally touching. Mm. And to be perfectly honest, don't be put off by this, but you should just have a listen to some some of the most remarkable violin concertos. Maybe it won't be for a long time until you get round to playing these, but this is what the violin can do. So the Mendelssohn Violin Concerto, Mm. which is one of the great classics, It has three movements, and the last is ridiculously fast and virtuosic. But the slow movement, Mendelssohn really creates something heartbreaking, heartbreakingly beautiful. And the first movement, of course, is very romantic. So the Mendelssohn Violin Concerto, I would say, give that a listen. Mm -hmm. And that's pure joy. Then, of course... You have violin concertos, you have Brahms, and you have Mozart's violin concertos.
0: But this little one is nine. Yes, but but this is about music to... to, Inspire. To
1: inspire, rather than aspiring to right now, Mm. because the aspiration right now is to be able to concentrate on making a sound, developing a sound that pleases you every time you take the instrument out and you apply the rosin to your bow to make it glide more easily, and you tune the strings. All the tuning on a stringed instrument is done each time you get the instrument out of of the case. So I would say just begin to think and concentrate on what you're hearing and remember you are creating your own sound.
0: I'm just going to drag you down into a different (laughs) area now. She took his hand and let him around a velvet corner, and said, Veronica Pride wrote in, and lovely Veronica said, I wonder if you might one day discuss the role and development of music theory. I'm wondering when theory began to be understood, formalized, and written down, who was responsible? Ah, What does it even mean? The theory of music,
1: well, it means how do you define harmony? What harmony sounds Mm. good? How do you describe the difference between... Three chords. Let me just play you three chords. Well, that's the same key, but they're different chords. And so theory names those C major, just have that with the tonic at the bottom, main note, and the harmony. Then, first inversion is the third as the bottom. And then the second inversion is the higher chord. That's music theory, but then also there um, there were studies of harmony and rules became useful
0: when in, was this? in terms what, of harmony. What, what well, century were we talking about?
1: Well, well, harmony and counterpoint. I studied harmony and counterpoint. I think it was part of A level music. And it was all based on Bach,
0: uh-huh.
1: fundamentally based on Bach, because Bach really did stick to the rules. And if you analyzed Bach, you would find that he stuck to rules. And this is fundamentally to make sure that music sounded good and pure. So, when did it begin? Well, I've some very old books up there called treatises or treatises, which are on harmony and on instruments. Leopold Mozart wrote a book on the theory of playing the violin.
0: He was Mozart's father, wasn't he? Yes. Mm.
1: It's all basically analytical stuff that explains a lot of how Western music developed and grew. And fundamentally, it was in the time of Bach that most was done in this way. Bach was really a stickler for the rules. So music theory, I think fewer and fewer people perhaps go through studying music theory, but it involves... You know, I I was taught up to grade five theory which means that fundamentally you can read music very well and you can describe what's happening mm. in various ways. And I think it's useful. And Is you... it
0: there like a dear, dusty old um, knife sharpener, a carborundum at the back of the drawer? You've got newer knife sharpeners now. But when push comes to shove, you've always got the carborundum, which will never let you down. I mean, you've got this old bedrock, this old scaffolding for music, for Western, versus, music. For Western classical music, which has come from sort of 15th, 16th century onwards.
1: No, 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 the Greeks. Much later. The Greeks.
0: Oh, the, but they didn't have, or did they have music theory? Well, yeah, Pythagoras,
1: for goodness sake, talked about. Well,
0: talked why about. didn't you just go straight in with Pythagoras? No, no, why didn't you go dragging because, our bodies because, all around Bach? Because it's the, the difference really between thousand, thousand deep years. analysis,
1: I yeah. think, of natural phenomena, yeah. which is what the harmonic sequence is, and the theory of how Western music developed. It's a slightly complicated one. It is the foundation upon which Western musical practice exists. And then, of course, there are, in the modern day and age, contemporary composers who delve into other types of music from a, a, the, the rest of the world, which have completely different theories, and bring them into their work, like John Taverner. And, of course, Messiaen, who used... Hindu rhythms in his music. He also wrote a book which explained his method of composing. Veronica, I
0: hope that helped you a little bit with the development of music theory. Thank you, Maestro. We're going to leave it there. I feel absolutely shattered.
1: All music for the intro is supplied courtesy of Naxos Music UK. Mozart's Exultate Jubilate K165, performed by Pretty Coles. Camerata Casovia, and conducted by Johannes Wildner. Licensed courtesy of Naxos Music UK Limited.